You are listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Uh, we turn your Bibles to the 18th chapter, Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us see Minister Bass and his precious wife with us, Ruby. I think the first convert my first revival back in the 60s, <laughs> early 60s. Pleasure having you. Uh, Luke chapter 18, verse number 10, if you will. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as the other men are, extortionists, unjust adulterers, or even as this publican. Fast twice a week, give tithe of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much uh, as his eyes to heaven, and but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Chapter 10, verse number 29. 28, rather. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor, willing to justify himself. That's what we want to talk to you about today, self-justification. You pray with us, self-justification. We have two individuals here. One uh, acknowledged his plight. And there were others who, because of their, their rigorous religious involvement and their strict principles, that that justified them. And on the other occasion, Jesus had told them what's required for heaven. And the requirements are still the same. See, you don't just randomly go to heaven. This little believism stuff they got going today, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, it's more than that involved. That produces what's necessary. Believism is not belief anyway. And we need to differentiate here. All right? Willing to justify himself. The definition uh, for justify is to prove or show to be just. Or to give a reason for. In other words, I feel right, and I have my own reason for it. You pray. That's the age in which we're living. Uh, the question might arise, and it does often, how is it that we have such a multiplicity of religions? One God, and, and supposedly one faith, well then, how do we get all of these uh, divisions and sects and creeds? It didn't start like that. Now you listen to me. We need to dissect this for a moment. People think you are being a bigot when you say that one church. Well, let's go back to the pattern. The church was born on Pentecost. How many were there? Listen, all of these groups that you see have formulated in the last hundred or so years, they were the uh, origination of some man's ideas and minds. And we're living in an era where uh, you are at liberty. I can uh, start a new one tomorrow. That's my liberty. And get a little charter. And I'm in. But not with God. God only recognized one then, and he only recognizes one now. Whomever. And their requirement to be a part of it. More than, more than submitting to one or two rigid rules or, or paying a certain amount of money or putting your name on a certain rule. You understand that? Now, 
are willing to justify themselves. Then the question will necessarily arise, well then, uh, how is it uh, that we have this, this vast group of people? I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell. To begin with, they are the apostles. And they were all abiding by the apostles' doctrine. You follow me? All right. And the Bible said that, Paul said, when I leave, uh, grievous wolves are coming in among you. Not sparing the flock. Dividing the flock. And there would be men among you with their own selfish designs. Would rise up drawing away disciples after themselves. So now that's where you got the Baptist, Methodist, and all these Pentecostals, all these different groups. What? They rose up and drew off men after themselves. But wait a moment, wait a moment, wait a moment. Now here. How did they get so far from what the apostles taught? They justified everything as they went. You can justify anything you want to justify and feel good about it. People are living with all kinds of spirits, all kinds of attitudes, all kinds of involvement, and feel no compunction whatsoever. Why? They justify themselves. They make themselves right. Proverbs chapter 21, verses 1 and 2, if you will. Make themselves right. Proverbs 21, 2. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. Every, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth. But the Lord don't accept it. You got how many self-righteous groups, and they feel good, and they feel assured that heaven would be their final destination. If you want to do something bad enough, get back in the corner. Well, just fix your mind and accept it. Fix your mind, and it, and if you accept it as right, then to you it is right. But that's in your own eyes. That's why we're going to stand before Christ in the judgment. What? Because people have justified themselves and Christ is either the condemn or justifier, whomever. You understand? All right. This is the tremendous thing we're dealing with. Listen. People who once stood for real Bible holiness, they stood for a sinless life, a life free from the world, the flesh, and the devil. I mean people who are modest in every detail. Proper child raising. Looking to God for every need. And they're a thousand miles away from it. How did they get there? Justified themselves as they went. I get back to the corner and say, well, it's all right under these circumstances. I'll deviate for this or that reason. And, and just fix your mind. And then it will become right to you then you're deceived everlastingly. You know why I'm here today? Because the Church of God Reformation movement began justifying themselves in things they once condemned and feel, and feel shouting over it. And as deceived as they can be. Come on, come on, come on! I remember, I remember. When they start painting their lips, well, because they see the Albana, we can paint our lips for, for some coloration. And we wear, we wear jewelry because, you know, keep the, take away the plainness, you know, and, and wear a ring because it's a, wait a moment, about the wearing of gold. Sarah, praise our God, she adorned herself in modest apparel, not with gold and costly array. Come on! And preachers who once nailed it to the cross, now they justified it, but not God. God got, God holds it the same way. You better pray and you better pray hard. You better pray, you better pray hard. It's a tremendous thing. And listen, and you can get yourself back in the corner. Come on, get yourself out on a limb, and it will be difficult to maintain your status. So what you do, you're justified doing something else. What is expedient. You better pray. That's why when God shows you something, you better run. Because you, you keep messing with your mind, you'll accept it. That's right. You understand? 
Many times, see, when, and you see, you don't renegotiate what God shows you. You know why many people in Babylon and false religion, the day God showed them to come out of it, and they stayed there and renegotiated. Now they lost the vision that they had. They lost the inspiration that they had, so they're there, they're right there. You don't renegotiate what God shows you. Balaam almost lost his life what, because God had shown him what to do and he went back and prayed about it again. And the angel stood in the way with a drawn sword finally ready to behead him. But the mule spoke. God's going to kill him. Why? Well, he thought he was right because God, God saw what he wanted to do. He so said, go on, do it then. Go on. God knows your heart. God ponders your heart. The Bible says every man is right in his own eyes, but God ponders the heart. God, you want to do it anyway, so go ahead. Now then, I, I'm not going to stop you. That, I feel just like God. If I find that you want to do something, go ahead and do it. That don't mean you're right because you do it. You're still condemned if you do it. But God said, go ahead, you want to do it anyway. That's what you want to do. Come on. If I'm going to the movie to see the passion, you want to go to the, you want to go to the movie anyway, so go ahead. Ain't no God in it. There's no God. God said, go ahead. The Lord told me to go. Yes, he did. Not the first time. He didn't tell you that the first time. He told you that the second time when you saw what was in your heart. And then all this light people receiving, all the light they receive is always something going to take them closer to the world. Better pray. We are in the time of self-justification. You know what apostasy is? Self-justification. People are justified things that they went. You pray with me. We might tread in some deep water here this morning. Will you pray with us? You can justify anything that you choose. You can make anything right if you want to. You can psych your own mind. You have that ability. Come on. You have that ability. People shacking and doing everything else and justifying it. But God says, not good for man to dwell alone. That's what he did say that, didn't he? So I would got me when we're shacking. So I'm in the Bible. <laughs> but you're out of the kingdom. <laughs> so you, you, you can take, in fact, you can take the Bible and justify anything you want to in your own eyes. You can find a scripture to fit, you can find a scripture, to, but, 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 you, but you got it wrong. See, you, you're, you're arresting the scripture, you're twisting it to suit your own fancies, to make your way easier. You gonna pray hard? You gonna pray with me this morning? If you pray with me, we're going off into it. All right. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. At the river's water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Why? Because he's looking out of his own eyes. But the Lord pondereth the heart. I wasn't lusting. I was just, I was just admiring. Oh. So you got a word for it. You got a, you got a virtuous name for your characteristic vice. You fix it. You fix it. And I, no, I wasn't lusting. Holy Ghost says, son, you went too far. That was a passionate stare. That was not just a casual, uh, we know there are plenty of people on the street. We understand that. You can't help but see them. But yours were a little different. Yours was passionate with intent. With intent what? Well, I didn't want to go with it. No, you intended not to go with it. I would have, but intend to get something from that stare. To get some exhilaration from the stare. And you just, well, no, I was just, I was just looking. Yes, you were. And that's what you condemn you, you just looking. But you can justify yourself. Write it off, write it off. See, that just, well, that just a casual observation. Fix it away. Philosophy, if you will. Many times people sit up and argue with the Holy Ghost. What? Because God's trying to straighten them out. And, they, and as fast as God shows them, they're justifying themselves. A husband and a wife get tangled all up and, and, and start and just start striving and, and, and matching words and, and uh, got to have the last loud word. The Holy Ghost says, whoop. That was strife. And strife is condemned by the Bible. We were just discussing. Oh, you were discussing. But you were doing, you were more than discussing. You were striving. And the Bible says, a servant of the Lord shall not strive. So unless you repent, you're condemned. Well, we were just discussing. Well, that's what discussing is, talking about it. But, but, but when you, a certain spirit is actuating you, it's more than discussing. 
How, how come you do it? And you justified it. Well, I've just been French. Well, that's wonderful. That's, that's marvelous. But don't be rude. And mean. And you can justify it. Many people will come up before God and the judge, but we'll get to that. And expecting to sweep through heaven doors. Not because God has justified them along the way, but because they justified themselves that they went. They did things they call it by another name. They did things they call it by another name. When they ought to have been sprawling on the altar trying to get straightened out, they, they put their hand in the best strap, boasting about their spirituality. Willing to justify himself. He was willing to do it. See, listen. See, when you do things, you do it because you're willing to do it. You're not all the time tricked into it. You're willing to do it. You want to do it. So you won't feel bad when you do it. Come on, come on, come on. You know? Well, you know, we got to have some recreation. So you're going to go, you're going to go and set up in, the, uh, in these contests, these boxing matches, ball games, and all this emotional stuff and get off into it. And so, well, just, you know, so I don't want to be, I'm just so bored. I'm just so bored. It's not boring to live safe. Fighting the devil and you trust in God, you got 24 hours a day. I can't get a night's sleep. You're talking about bored. I got to go to the ball game. I got to go to this kind of stuff in the building hall and, and get with and the worldly amusements. Because I'm bored. Well, you must have been a different kingdom. <laughs> oh, you're, you're in a different kingdom than the one I'm in. I don't think those guys over in Iraq are, are bored. The rock is passing by their head every moment. Come on, I'm bored. So you're going to sit up and get all in it and, and then get off in the emotional, get under the spirit, that old barbarian spirit, that old gladiator spirit. Come on! I'm going to tell you some, all every last one of you. I don't care if your child is a star. You're going to get under that spirit. That's why I'm not going. I have several boys who are stars. You're going to get stars in your eyes if you're uncareful. You know, if I get into that spirit, and I, I know it. See, I, I, that's, a, that's a tough spirit. That old gladiator spirit, that athletes going to see somebody outdo the other. That's a tough spirit. It's a hard, it's a hard spirit to break. And you take that much, you're under it. You're under it. And now, you're going to become more emotional about a ball game than you, and come to church and... No exhilaration, no nothing. Don't you know the Holy Ghost is jealous? I never give my wife a compliment. And here comes another sister. My, you, you, you look gorgeous. In fact, you're devastating. Wait a moment, wait a moment. And haven't told your wife in the duration that she looked at least decent. Well, well, how do you think she's going to feel? Now, you haven't, you haven't even said an amen. Well, I don't know. Maybe you think amen is forbidden. Well, I think it is, you will. But anyway, uh, during the, in the duration, but now, hey, get him, son. Oh, he did that oop. He made a touchdown. And you jump all up off your seat and, 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 uh, uh, and spill your, spill your drink and, 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 and your hot dog, which you shouldn't be in the first place. And things the Holy Ghost going to rejoice over that. Now, you all carried away over, over some sport event here. And those, the people setting up for TVs. Of course, we know we don't advocate that, but many of them do. And, and sometimes even when you inadvertently look at it, you, you get excited. You know, just on your job, you know, you know, you're supposed to be making your round, but you know you're going to miss a round <laughs> to, see the, to see the next round. <laughs> All right. I'll get five. All right, all right. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number five. Follow me in the word. Jeremiah 17, 5. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Cursed be the man that trusted. Wait a minute. Don't you know you can't justify what God has condemned? And you'll get in trouble everlastingly if you try. You better pray. You cannot justify what God has condemned. Try if you want to. Come up with any answer you choose. You cannot justify what God has condemned. You've got to be right about what he has and then what he hasn't, so you just can't jump off on anything. All right, come on with it. Thus saith the Lord. All right. Cursed be the man. Cursed be the man. That trusted in man. You can't justify trusting man. That had to be interpreted, of course. 
You can't justify trusting man. I mean, when I say that, I'm not only talking about your body. I mean, anything. Wait a minute. Some of y'all, every time you get in the financial jam, you're trusting for a man to get you out. I know why, I know who gets you along through. I know who make you go all over to try to find a loan and pay uh, exorbitant interest and all that kind of stuff. No one's going to get you in deeper trouble. You trust a man to get you out of it. You're going to be cursed. You're going to be cursed. That's your source. You're relying on that. And if, if your loan doesn't go through, your, your bottom falls out. The whole spirit changes. Because you were trusting man to bring you out. And you're going to be cursed. And many times you may be under curse right now whether you know it or not. And now nothing you do is not going to work. It, it, come on, because you, you didn't trust God anyway. Now you're going to be pulling one string and pay, robbing Peter to pay Paul. You better, you better check. You might be under curse. I don't care what you rely on. You don't rely on man for nothing. I'm telling you this. We understand you got a chore. You are going to got to work and make an honest living. We're not talking about that. That's not reliance. That's just following the word of God. We understand that. But many of you, you, you have put your trust in man. You trust in man to bring you out. You trust in man to bring you out of it, get you out of a jam, heal your body, do this, that, and the other. You better pray. You better pray and you better pray hard. That's what makes it wrong. You're relying on something other than God. We're not talking about no technicality, no legality here. We're talking about the word of God. We, there's a principle here. There's a principle here. Get in an argument. You're trusting your relative to bring you out of it. Go and tell somebody else about it. Wait, what is this? Yeah, I'm going to. Honey, did you know what they did to me down to the church? Yeah. They said you want them to jump on the preacher about it, huh? You're going to tell me they can't kill them. You're done. You, you're relying on somebody else to fight your battle. That's carnal. Fall on your knees. You're willing to cause a conflict just to, just to, to, uh, to vindicate yourself? Fall on your knees before God. Trust God to vindicate you. I trust my family. My family would certainly rally to my bed. I can hold no. I don't need you. I don't need that. I'm going to before God. This is my battle here. This is before me and God. They simply turn it in simply with me and all the kind. But I won't allow it. I won't allow it. I won't allow my wife to vindicate me. If you all mess with me, so maybe you all do me wrong. And my wife says, I'm, what, we, wait, hold it, honey. Hold it, hold it. I don't need that. I don't need, I thank you. I don't need that. I don't need that kind of support. This is the issue that I'm going to give it to God. So leave it, let God have it. Come on. Come on. I, I, don't, I don't need to get my family together and, and play no politics here. I believe in trusting God clean through. I don't care what my plight is. I'm trusting God to vindicate me. You keep on running here and there to vindicate yourself, you're going to get yourself in trouble that you never will get out of. Trust God! Because if, if your relative or your family fails, I ain't going to trust my rich uncle to get me out of trouble every time I get out of a financial problem. If I had one. Why? Because one time he might say no. Then I'm going, I'm, I'm, I've lost everything. Maybe he has rallied in every other case. You better pray. What the word of God say? Read that again. Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. I'm talking Curse. about God now. This is not me. God said this. Curse be the man that trusteth in man. Curse be the man that trusteth. You can't make it a blessing. Well, oh, if God bless the guy gave the doctor knowledge. Oh, well, he maybe gave uh, Hitler knowledge to exterminate people. They gave him knowledge to make the atomic bomb if you want to take it like that. God give you knowledge. You can do what you want to with that knowledge. You can do it for good or evil. So because a person can do something that seems to be uh, favorable, that doesn't mean God didn't... Well, did God give man the knowledge to make whiskey? Where did he get it from? The same place a lot of these other people got it from. You say God gave it to them. You better pray. You better, you better get this thing right. You better get it right. Curse be the man what? That trusted that in trusting man. man. You know why? I'm going to show you why you're going to be cursed. Because if you trust in man and, it, and the, the bottom falls out, you're done. You're devastated. You have nothing else to go to. You better pray. I'm, I'm, oh, you better pray hard. And you're not going to be able to rely on something else. And when you find out that they failed, now you're going to God. You can't do the Holy Ghost like that. 
You don't do God like this. Trust it, not trust it, trust it, not trust it. You don't do that. You've got to be consistent. I want y'all to pray, pray for me. What? You tried everything else. You can't do your faith like that. You better pray. You better listen to me this morning. You can't do your faith. You can't just decide to trust God because well, you have to be consistent with this. David, I can trust God with this giant. Why? Because I've done it here before and God came through for me. I trust him for the bear. I trust him for the lion so I can trust him for the giant. You better pray. Thank God you're going to nestle under when the bear comes and, 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 and the lion eats your arm off. And now here's the giant who's uh, more formidable as an enemy. And now you're going to trust God for the giant. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Brother, these backslidden churches don't believe trust in God. That, that's, that's, that's a thing of the past. That's fanaticism. When we had a case, this sister here was facing death for a whole month. Every day. And around the whole world. Because she wouldn't resort to man. I mean the world. International press. Paul Harvard, everybody. And you know where I got my criticism from? Back to the churches of God. After just a disgrace. Let that woman live there and die. She didn't die. Oh, she's here this morning, incidentally. And that was 22 years ago. A three? How many was it? Come on! Some of y'all think the same thing. Sitting right up under here, if you ain't careful. You want to criticize if something happened here. You want, she didn't have to lay up and die. Maybe she, well, some of y'all been better off if you had died. You might have went to heaven. You might have gone to heaven. But man gave you something. Oh, man can keep you going. Oh, he can keep you going. They can keep you going. Don't worry about it. They can keep you going. Oh, yes, they could. They got, they, they got chemicals now to do everything. Keep your body, they'll raise your body. Make keep you going 40, 50 years. But then where are you going? You better pray. You can't go to heaven in false religion because they're not going to preach the whole word of God. They're not, they're not going to rely on God. And if they don't rely on God, they're going to kill your faith. That's why you got to come out of false religion. You, got to, you, can't, come, you can't go to heaven down there. There's no inspiration there. There's no inspiration in false religion. I don't care what they do, how many principles they got. There's no inspiration in that which is false, which God didn't originate. And God only originated one thing. You read the word of God. And, that's, and everything came since then is too late. And everything came before that too early. Willing to justify themselves. But you can justify yourself and feel good with anything. All right? You pray with me? All right. Uh, let us, let us consider scripture. Let me, uh, will you all allow me to deal with a controversial scripture just for a moment? I won't, I promise I won't linger. I won't tarry. I, I should, uh, have more time, but I'm, I'm just going to touch it. Matthew 19.9. Matthew 19, and pray hard for me. Some Biden nails here, come on. 19, I read it, read it, read it. Now, you, just listen to me. No, don't justify yourself before I get through. Come on. <laughs> come on with it. And I say unto you. I say unto you. Whosoever. Whosoever. Shall put away his wife. Put away his wife. Except to be for fornication. Except to be for fornication. And shall marry another. And shall marry another. Committed, committed to the adultery. And whosoever, whosoever marries her, that is put away, which is put away, does commit adultery. The, the world, for the most part, uses that verse to try to justify plural marriages. But now I'm going to show you something. Can I show you this? If you're, are you honest? Or they, go with me then. Now, uh, many of you have had at least a portion of English, and you, and, and you know what punctuation is all about. All right? Now, if you want the true meaning, let's punctuate this. Will you punctuate it? Go with me. You need to be taught. Come on with it, okay? All right. I say unto you, comma, we got the pause there. Don't just keep going. Whosoever shall put away his wife, another comma. All right? Except to be for fornication, and another comma. Now, here's a shift in emphasis. So, and shall marry another. That is it. And shall marry another. Committed adultery. The putting, the putting away was not the issue there. But, but, but you see, you can keep going. And to marry another. And to marry another. 30, 30 when you go home and pray about it. And shall marry another. Then a, do you understand? See, you got to dissect it right. The Bible, you got to rightly divide it. And shall marry a, the, a, another is the issue. 
You might have to separate it if it's absolutely your life is threatened all the time. We understand that. But there's another. There's another issue. And you better think about that before you make the first step. There's a thousand in heaven by the space of half an hour. All right? And shall marry another. See, now listen. Uh, regarding or to renegotiate any matter is an issue. All right? Just pray with me. Give me Hebrews 13.4. Do it quickly. Do it quickly now. Got to keep moving. Marriage is honorable. Marriage is honorable. In all. In all. And the bed undefiled. And the bed undefiled. But whoremongers. Whoremongers? And adulterers. And adulterers. God will do. And he said, marry another uh, committed. And, and who, what, who, who, who's, been, who's judge here? God. Well, who, who, who is judged? God will judge. Now, man, whoremongers and what? Adulterers. And adulterers. God will what? Judge. A defiled bed. Can I tell you something? Listen to me good. Now, there are many of you, oh, I don't want a television because it would defile my living room. But if you got the wrong man, you got I'll tell you before God, you'll get by much easier with a defiled living room than you will a defiled bedroom. my glasses I could read expressions a little better here. So I'm going to put them on. Do you understand me? See, let's study the word. See, forget our ideas and, all, and our doctrine. Study the word. This is what's going to judge you, the word. Not your ideas. See, listen. Well, you can justify yourself with anything. Old Church of God minister, old timer, at 71 years old, that's around him, went off into adultery. And the brother went down to try to straighten him out. What did he say? What did he say? And would you think if Solomon had concubines, way down at the end of time, going to compare himself with that era of time? And what happened to Solomon, too, anyway? I wouldn't want to be in his shoes in the judgment. Justify it, told my Solomon had concubines. What about it? Solomon was not commendable for that mess he did. Everything in the Bible is not commendable. Well, uh, yeah, God, we can, we can commit adultery and go and ask God to forgive us. David committed adultery and God forgave him. Oh, really? But that's not all of it. I tell you what, David wouldn't do it again, Brother Thrill, because the sword never left his house. You don't, you don't play with no Holy Ghost. I'm trying to, te- I'm trying to teach y'all something this morning. People making a game out of God. I'm going to do it and say, God, forgive me. You don't do that kind of stuff. That's why false religion tells you got to sin. You're, they're lost. They're, they're playing a game with God. Every night, every night I say, God, forgive me. What is this? When you repent, you tell God, I'm not going to sin anymore. And God got a raise to keep you from sinning. You don't play no game with the Holy Ghost. I'll keep telling you this. Let me, let me tell you all something further. Do you realize that we are living in the age that's going to finalize this civilization? Okay, when Jesus said, every sin shall be forgiven, man, but he that blasphemes against the Holy Ghost shall never be forgiven. You sin against the Father, sin against the Son. Well, why? Why the distinction? Because there's nothing to follow the Holy Ghost. Y'all better pray. See, the Holy Ghost is speaking expressly. The Spirit is speaking expressly. The Holy Ghost is speaking expressly. Christ was there. All right. God was there. God spoke to the people. And people, maybe in their ignorance, uh, went contrary. But not the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost will speak to your very conscience. When the Holy Ghost speaks, it's undeniable. Come I on, you can might debate some other thing. You heard a voice, you had a, uh, some kind of premonition or some kind of, yeah. But you, but not, you better pray. I don't know about this thing with the Holy Ghost here. I keep telling you about this thing. The Holy Ghost does not wait 
what I'm going to see is, I wait that since I feel condemned. The Holy Ghost warned you before. Even when you get near, all kind of radar come out. Bells start ringing. You, wait a minute, you get back. Get too close. Husband and wife, well, you, you did, you did, you hold it. You didn't, you didn't close the strife here. Get back, back up. You mess around here, you be, you be your lips be glued together. She said, you better, you better back up. You better back up. Why? There's no lights flashing all over you. You're going to run right through them and keep on talking. Honey, the lights are flashing, but hold it, hold it. Well, how's my God? Are you always talking? Say what you want to say now. Hold it, the light flashing. Bang, just went through red light. <laughs> and, and now we got to cut you out. Got to cut you out of the car. Limp. Cursed is the man that trusts in men. That's why, they, let me tell you, children, you don't have no time for no uh, amusement. Why? To keep your faith where it ought to be and keep a witness clear in your soul that God receives you and keep your spirit right and humble. You have no time to mess around at all. Gossiping on the telephone, I believe. You don't have no time for that. And television? Oh, definitely not. You don't have, no, you don't. You don't have that much Holy Ghost in your soul. That's why you're not keeping the standards. And many can't afford to do what you are doing. You're wasting time, praise God, God, and don't know whether you even got a sign of Holy Ghost. Ripping up and running up down the highway, doing everything you can because you got a little money. All right, listen. The Bible says God's going to judge him. Not me. That's I'm, I'm going to tell you. See, listen. Now you all can. Uh, I don't believe what he's saying. Well, you don't have to, but God's going to judge it. you. You don't have to accept what I say. <laughs> I'm just a servant of God, but God's going to judge himself. So this is the situation. Even if I justify you, you're not going to get by. If you are, because God's going to judge you. I can uh, put you on the top rack when you're totally wrong. You understand? But it's God that's going to judge, not me. I'm just preaching. This is preliminary judgment when I'm preaching. But he's going to judge you by the same standards I'm preaching this morning. You'll be judged by the same standards. Oh, you're going to be judged by this standard. But I can't justify you. I'm not the justifier. And I can't condemn you. And I'm not trying. But I'm duty bound to preach the word of God. In its fullness, in its fullness, in its fullness. And I can't diminish a word. The word of God says diminish not a word. I can't do that. I can't play with the gospel. For I have few people to many. Well, you all accepted or rejected. That's the, but I'm, I'm going to have to preach the whole word of God and enforce it. Every bit of it. Well, you ought to appreciate that. You can't go to heaven less than that. I go somewhere. Go where you want to go. You can't get away from the Holy Ghost. I'm going to church around the corner where they don't teach that. Well, they ought to teach it. If there's only the preacher going to be lost and all the rest of them, you've got to teach the word of God to be right. Listen, children, we're in a serious time now. This self-justification, this self-justification. When you get back in the corner, the first thing you're going to do is try to explain your way out of it. You don't do that. Take it on the chin. In fact, if this, if this is where I got to live, I live like this. If this is what I got to do, I'll do it. I don't care what, if it brings me low. I don't care. I want to go to heaven. I want to be right in the end. And if I got to sacrifice this, that, or the other to be right, I'll do it. I ain't going to justify it. You, ju- you, you, you will deceive yourself. Because they receive not the love of the truth, they might be saved. For this reason, God gave them a delusion. They believe a lie. And they believe a lie. they just as contented as they believe truth. But I don't believe that. Well, you don't have to believe it. You can believe a lie. Give me Jude 3. Jude 3. Don't say 3 what? 3 Jude 3. Beloved. Beloved. When I gave all diligence to write unto you. I gave all diligence to write unto you. Of the common salvation. Of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you. It was needful for me to write unto you. And exhort you. And exhort you. That you should earnestly contend for the faith. You should earnestly contend for the faith. Which was once delivered. Which was once delivered to the saints. Go on. For there are certain men crept in unawares. There are certain men crept in unawares. Who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Before of old ordained to this condemnation. 
Ungodly men. Ungodly men. Turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. Turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. How did they do it? Because they just went one step after another in the wrong direction and justified as they went. Now they're in a mess. This religious world didn't get like they are overnight. They did it a step at a time and justified that they went. Some people are postulated and backlated and shouted more than they ever shouted. Shouted more than they ever shouted. Got another spirit and shouted, a false spirit and shouted more than they ever shouted. How? They justified the wrong. Justified things that once would condemn them. I want you to understand that. You can feel good over your plight if you want to when you're wrong. You can fix it in your own mind. You can cram it down your own throat. I'm going to tell you something, children. If God, I don't mean no accusation. Now. I'm talking about God. Keep nudging me about something. I'm not going. I don't care what I got. I'm, I'm not going. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to have to knock it off. Wait a minute. Now, Lord, one one brother uh, in in the, in Illinois got ready to marry. You have heard me say this multiplicity of times. Got ready to get married. A spiritual brother, and so. He said he looked like he was married, dreamed he had married, and he got ready to go to bed, and this woman turned to a snake. He thought that's just a dream, he kind of wrote it off. And so he was praying and had another dream. And he had married, got ready to go to bed. He said, wait, hold it. That's enough. It's off. And then about two or three months later, she turned into a snake. I don't mean the crawling kind. She wiggled, but not calling. <laughs> By that definition. <laughs> I keep telling you, children, listen. Don't you, listen, I don't care what it is. If God, if, if I sense it, if I got question marks, and God keep moving on me, I'm going I'm to deal with it. But I made it to pay a thousand, five, several thousand dollars back. You can't get your soul back. You did a, you did a deal and got all kind of question marks around it here, and you begin to feel bad about it. And God begin to expose it and let you know it, write your letter and everything else, and you gonna keep on. And you know you every you're, you're eating or being eating away on the inside. Your conscience bothers you every night, and you try to go and cover your head up, and it goes under that with you. Go to the bathroom and close the door. It's cold, it goes in that with you, and you just gonna keep on letting eat, let it eat. Some people been been eating away for years. Why is he going to get it straight and, and take and take the consequences? Don't let it eat your insides out, you're hollow on the inside. Take, well, listen, I, well, I was wrong. I guess I did. I cheated. I took all that stuff. I got a whole room full of stuff. I took off the job. And what, how did you do it? Well, why did you feel bad about it? Oh, I, I, I said they didn't need it. Justified it. They didn't need it. They, didn't need it. They, they, were, they were going to throw it away anyway. Well, how do you know they're going to throw it away? Did they tell you this? <laughs> We had one fella in the church where I used to go, with big bikes. And he came with more different bikes and iron. And I said, wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh, they, they, they were going to throw this away. But whatever he needed, he go, I mean, just, I said, why would a person throw something this good away, this perfect? They were going to throw that away. Had all kinds of stuff, iron and angle iron and whatever he needed. And what happened? He went to lost out with God. I said, I can't. I can't, you know, and I'm sure God dealt with him. But he had so much stuff, I guess he had too much to take back. And he used it up and everything else, and he could hardly estimate the cost of it, so he just went on and tried to live with it, justified it. They were going to throw it away anyway. You get out of the wastebasket? We all got, got pens off the job and hotel towels, and I don't know, well, we can't do that kind of stuff. Well, they're going to they get some new ones in there. No. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, justify it and, and don't feel bad about it. But because you don't feel bad about it, don't mean that you're right. I'm going to tell you something. If I'm wrong, I want to feel bad. Then I can get it straight. 
If I feel good, then I go on with it and go into the judgment like that. Let me know. I don't care if what I got to do. Let me know. If I'm wrong, I'm just, wait, wait. I'll examine it. If you come to me right now, I know you got nitpickers. And the brother, you are, wait a minute, what is, what, 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 what's, what's the matter? I ain't going to defend myself. No, you'll talk about, look at your own self. No, what is it, brother? You might, have, you might tell me something going to save my soul. Wait, wait. You, what do you think about that? Oh, you think that's all? Well, let me see, let me, let me pray about it. Let me check it out, brother. Let me check it out. You have to, I, I can, I've had some thoughts about that anyway. I wasn't quite clear on that in the first place. Let me check it out. Let me check it out. And you know what's going to happen? After a while, you're going to find yourself dead on the inside. You'll be just a shell. Nothing but a shell. That's why you got so many dead, professed saints, nothing but shells. They kept messing with things that they were not clear about, and now, and just, and they just kept eating, 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 and now they have nothing on the inside. It ate it. Help me. Justify themselves. Every man right in his own eyes. You can make anything right. And what, what did Jude say? I'll prove it to you. Come on with it. Well, there are certain men crept in unawares All right. who were before of old ordained to this kind of All right. ungodly men, uh-huh. turning the grace of God into lasciviousness All right. and denying the only Lord God, All right. our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, go ahead. I will therefore put you in remembrance. All right. Though you once knew this. Wait a moment. You once knew lasciviousness and all this stuff was wrong. My Lord, my Lord. You once knew that this kind of involvement was wrong. You once knew that going around with all the decoration and all that was wrong. What you once knew that, but now you turn the grace of God, and now you don't know it anymore. You messed up your conscience. You messed up everything about you. Now you don't know it anymore, and you shouting, and that's gonna make it worse. There was a time you wouldn't get near that stuff. There was a time you wouldn't entertain yourself with that, with yourself with that for a moment. It was obnoxious to you. You never, you wouldn't read that kind of literature. Let alone look at that mess on TV. But at the time, you wouldn't get near that. Your modesty and your better judgment forbade it. But you allow one thing, and then going to be another one, and another, and another, and another, and another. And after a while, you'd be hollow, up at trying to twist up your teaching and teach, or trying to justify it in your message and, and your songs and, and testify testimony and all that kind of stuff. You can't justify what God has condemned. You can't justify what God has condemned. You can't make it right. You can say, oh, but I don't see it. You don't have to see it. If God judges, that's the way it is. Whether you see it or don't see it, that's not the issue. That's not the issue. I keep telling you this. That, this was the first apostasy right here. Right here. And what happened? That's what happened to the Church of God Reformation movement. That's why I come out of it. Why? They began to allow this, that, Adulterous preachers get back in the pulpit, and that's why they got homosexual. Everybody back in the pulpit again, and think nothing of it, and put them on the top shelf on all their accomplishments and celebrating. And the Bible says a man committed adultery reproaches, reproaches not washed away. You better pray. You better pray. You better pray hard. You better pray now. You better pray now. Praise our God. And we have to go into all the specificities. Don't always have to be physical. We're not going to that today. All right. That's what brought that old gray horse spirit. That old gray horse spirit. Right on this chart right here. In Revelation. The people got all kind of all messed up with that prophecy. And they're going to be lost for, for messing the prophecy up. See that what said? Death. The gray horse, the bay horse, the gray horse. Notice the colors. Gray. What color is gray? It's not a true color. It's a mixture of black and white. You mix right and wrong and make a doctrine out of it. And, then, and when you start messing with got some right doctrine, some wrong doctrine, you end up dead as a doornail. That's what deceived people. They, they got something right. Something they got it right. But you got some death in the pot too. Yes, you, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. But there's something vital that you're not right about. And what you're doing, and you're going to justify that. So what did they do? Now, now, at best, 
The thing that they once stood for is now just up for grabs. It treats his own. If it feels good, do it. That old gray horse spirit, old revelation. That old, the gray horse, the gray horse. Death. And when you become indistinct in your doctrines and in your convictions, then you're, you're gonna die. The Bible says good for a man not to touch a woman. Well, that was just a goodbye kiss. And then it'll be a goodbye to something else. Cause you're already forbidden. And it won't be no goodbye at all. Cause you're not gonna leave that night. Willing to justify themselves. You justify yourself. You justify. I, listen. The enemy, go how you know? Because I tried it when I didn't know any better. If something I wanted to do bad and it wasn't quite distinct enough, so, and, but I, the Holy Ghost would bother me about it. Would trouble me about it. And I didn't want to give it up because I thought maybe I, and then I began to try to justify it. And guess what I did? I went and got some nice people uh, to try to say it was all right, and then I would feel better sure enough now because some good old saints said it was all right. Nobody's more influential than the Holy Ghost. I don't care how good a saint they are. Man can blunder at his best. You better pray. You better pray. You get way down at the end, praise our God, and start changing this and changing that and changing the other. Something we need to change, but I'm somebody according to the Word of God. Let me, just one more scripture, we're going to let you go. Give me Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Matthew 7, 21, praise God. All right. Remember, because, everyone. remember because you feel good about it, don't make it right. I've had people, well, I don't, it doesn't condemn me. Well, you ought to, you ought to be alarmed. If you, do, if you can do wrong and don't feel condemned, you ought to, you ought to be alarmed. Where are we? Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father. But he that doeth heaven, the will of my Father. Which is in heaven. Which is in heaven. Many will say unto me that day. Now you know this. Now you watch this, children. And it's going to be that. It's going to be this way. It's going to be just like this because this is a prophecy by Jesus. Many are going to say in that day. Lord, Lord. They're going to get up before God, on the, before the throne of God. Still trying to justify themselves. You see how deceived you can be? If you justify yourself here in the wrong, you'll try to do it in the judgment. Lord, Lord, go on with it. Have we not prophesied? We prophesied in your name. And in thy name have we in thy name cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. We did many wonderful works. Then will I profess unto you. I'm going to profess unto you. I never knew you. You can't justify yourself here because I know your heart. You never had a real born again experience. You went to church. You stopped doing a lot of bad things. But you never, that's, a, that's an experience you never received. Don't you know I don't care how good you make yourself. If you haven't had that born again experience. God have, listen. Notice the principle. I never knew you. See, the Bible says his spirit. Bear with me, it's your spirit. So what happens this must happen. See, your spirit must become impregnated by the spirit of God. And then a baby spirit is born. You understand? And that baby spirit would have been born again. But most people haven't had that kind of relationship with God. You knew him. You know his name. You know how to praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. But that's not knowing him. There's an experience that calls you to know God. And many people are going to get up before God with a lot of principles, a lot of good things, a lot of do's and don'ts. But they never knew God. And you can't, you can't be wrong about that. They can never pinpoint a time where they actually entered into that kind of relationship with God. Oh, your witness got all kinds of principles. Good principles, they won't do this. And, and seven days, they won't eat certain kind of meat. And they won't go to certain places. won't take blood transfusion. And a lot of things. But they don't know God. Because I know, how you know? Because I know how to teach born again. They teach if you study a little book and conform to their, their rules, then you're in. That's not knowing God. That's not knowing God. You can, you can don't, you can sit and hold your hands all day and don't know God. But you got to know Him in the judgment. You better know Him. And don't be wrong about it. I, I know, I know God because I had a vision one night. 
Well, you got a vision and you got a television too, so that don't make sense about that. You got both got two visions. But that's not doing God because you had a vision one night. That vision was trying to get you right, perhaps, if you had one at all. You don't get no, see, you, there's no coming down with no vision. You don't even know what you're saved or not. Don't know all these visions, all this kind of stuff, and, 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 and as wrong as you can be. Self-justification. This is no time for that. This is the time for honesty. The Lord says, listen, I've never knew you. Well, he'll tell you beforehand. He, he won't wait till you get to the judgment and tell you that. He'll tell you now. If you're honest, if you're honest, he'll let you know now. You're a good person. You're a good man. You've done well. You've got excellent morality. You've not committed adultery. And you're not lying. You're not stealing. And you're sitting home holding, but you've never been born again. You never had that, because if so, everything will become new. Not just your external, but internally you'll be new. Your desire, see many people look like angels, dress like angels, but inside they're wolves. Better get it right. You better get it exactly right. Otherwise you find yourself turning the grace of God into elasticity because of what you justified as you go. That's what they did. They justified as they went. This is all right. We saw it wrong. This is all right. This, and after a while, the total unbridled spirit doing everything under the guise of righteousness. Justifying for this reason. Well, now you're young and you know you can't go all your life without a man. Oh, that sounds plausible. But that's not Bible. Willing to justify themselves. If a person wants me to turn them off real quick, I'm trying to tell you where you're right. Oh, no, this is this way to hold it. Hold it, hold it. There's no reason. And if you, if you, now if you listen, and I'll, I'll try to leave that as the thing. But you, I, then I, otherwise, I'll just write you off. I'm going to try to tell you where you're off. You're going to justify yourself as I talk and explain it away. Well, then I'm through with you. I'm finished with you. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here to try to get you straight. Because you don't know what it's all about. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in that predicament. Now, if you hold on to my hand, I'll try to lead you through. Yeah. But, don't, but don't try to justify nothing that, that the God, God forbids, and I'm trying to straighten you out. Don't do that. Willing to justify themselves. You can't expedite here. You can't say, I did it because it was expedient. One minister was uh, in a situation, and he lied on the, in a court. Because they said, the lawyer said, well, if you, if you, if you say that, if, unless you lie here, well, you're going to do some time. And he said, that's why I lied. You're going to go against God because you might go to jail? Paul was in jail and, and, and everything else and, and died. And you're going to lie to save yourself and defend God? You can't do that. That's no salvation in that. Your salvation ought to be deeper than that. Come on. And all the saints gave their lives because they wouldn't back up and you're going to lie to get out of something? And go on just, and kept on preaching, still preaching. And justified it. Well, if I hadn't told a lie, I would have spent, I'd always spend $10,000 on attorneys. And if I hadn't told a lie, I would not have been doing a lot of, wait just a moment. Just a moment. What are we doing? What, are we playing games? Salvation is deeper than that. You don't sin because I'm backed in the corner and try to justify and give me a reason why you did it. You don't do that. There's no reason to sin. No justifiable reason. Under no circumstance. Whatever the consequences might be for standing. And you better be on your, on your face before God try to get some grace so you can live this thing according to the Bible. Otherwise, you're going to miss it in the judgment. He's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. You justify yourself by all the good things you've done and all this. I know I've been preaching ever since 1960 for 40 some years and I've got thousands of souls saved. What is that? But did you know me? In a real way. Like my children, they can come to church, they know all about this truth. And they can they know what, what we do and what we don't do, and they can do it for thought of like this. I've had them. Why well, won't they in the choir? You don't know him. But then I don't go to the show, I ain't got no boyfriend, but you don't know him. It takes more than that. I wear my dresses down and then I wear my sleeve right and I don't put no more on my face, I don't put no jewelry, I don't put no rings and no earrings and but you don't know him. You can do all that and don't know a thing about him other than what you heard, what we taught you. You better pray. You better pray hard. One of my sons went off to college in Arkansas and he went to church with his grandmother 
And, it, and they said, come on, you get, and the preacher said, come on, get involved. And get in the choir, get involved, you know. It, but it's good to do something. He said, no, sir. Well, come on, better. This, this, this. He said, I don't know him. But your dad's a preacher, and he's a good man. I know because he preached for me. And your dad's a strict preacher. Was, I, I don't know him, you hear me? Good, nothing. I don't know him. I know about the way. I know the standards. I know what to do and what not to do. I know all of that. And something maybe I don't do, but I don't know him. And I'm, I'm not, not going to play no game. Somebody's going to play a game ready for the judgment. Because of all the good things they do and for all that they know. We're going to stop somewhere. And I think this is a stopping point. If you want some help, you better come. If you want some help, you better come. God spoke to your heart. You better come. We'll pray with you. We'll help you out. Prayer room. All that. Shall we stand? All right. We don't need to do a lot of singing, no lot of pleading here, because I know God was speaking as we spoke. And if he spoke to your heart, then it's time to respond. If he spoke, if God spoke to your heart, it's time to respond. All right. If you, if you feel like praying, you better come. Don't play no games. I won't I think about it. I'll wait later. There's not, but there'll be no later. There might be no later. You don't have no time but today. The only time you own is right now. Well, let me go and think about it and pray about it. Pray on the altar. That's what you need to be praying. Not go home and let the devil change your mind. Now you go outside and start eating dinner and pray out with God and end up thinking about something else. Willing to justify themselves. Willing to justify themselves. It's a tremendous thing, your children. Won't obey your husband. Well, he better obey him. He's a tyrant. He's unreasonable. Well, you got an unreasonable man. You unreasonable for choosing him. You better pray. Oh, you better pray. You better pray. You, see, you cannot abrogate a principle. You can't, you, can't give, you can't explain away a principle, children. Do you understand that? Well, you don't know this woman. Maybe I don't, but I know the Holy Ghost. And you don't know him. <laughs> All right, listen. You're not here by coincidence. God didn't send this message for you to play with this morning. And you might be going too far already. You might have been justifying yourself already, but and you're locked up with your own deception. You're going to get ready to pray. If you want help this morning, don't fight against God. If God troubles your heart, don't, 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 I know whatever, whatever you might think or however you might feel, we need, it's time to pray. It's time to get before God, children. I keep telling you. That's why Jesus split the clouds on you. You're in a mess. We're going to sing a verse of song. If you, got, if you need some help, we'll pray with you. We'll instruct you. We'll, we'll, we'll work with you if you need help. If you want help. But then, of course, that's up to you and God. That's between you and God. God sent the message. Now, it's your turn. You can respond or you can reject it. It's entirely up to you. God doesn't force anything on anybody, nor do we. What are we going to sing? All right, come on with it. It's time, dear one. We're living in a hard generation. People, God can speak to people and they won't move an inch. That gives me to know the end of time is near. People's hearts are hard. They fight truth. They should be, thank God for the truth. Thank God for enlightening me, but they'll fight it and throw it back at you. They'll spit, they'll take it and chew it and spit it out. And they ought to be on the altar before God. But come on with it. God have mercy. Holy dear brethren, we must be for the throne. Self and possession all must be truly given to God alone. This is the situation, children. I don't feel too 
pound anymore. We preach the word of God as God gave it to us. And either we want it or we don't. But you have an instant replay of this message in the judgment. You mark my word, write this down, and when you get in eternity, you'll know it. The same thing I preached this morning is going to be brought back to you. Lord, I didn't know he said, yes, you did. I sent it to you. I made sure you hear it. I made it a point. And you rejected it because you didn't want to live up to it. Some of you people, you're going to school, you're going to college or whatever, but you can't play with this truth. You can't wait for a more convenient time. You can't wait until the circumstances change. You don't do that. You don't do that. I'm waiting until the circumstances change. Well, they might not change in your favor anyway. Things are happening today. All drastic things are happening today. It's a sad, sad situation. We're going to sing another verse for the benefit of those who might be pondering. Don't let the devil out talk you here. Don't let the devil out talk you right here. Come on with it. Guide. I think that most people have a wrong definition of holiness. See, everybody talks about holiness, but it's far, far deeper than most people are even aware of. Holy means sinlessness, pure, without sin. And that is the minimum requirement. You don't get to heaven any less than that. We're not going to prolong this. But I feel certainly that there are those who need to respond to this truth. You'd rather go away with, it, with still being eaten away on the inside and trying to justify still? You're still going to try to justify it after all of this? You're already, your vitals have been eaten out already. Like an animal sometimes with his been ripped open and his entrails out. He's still trying to fight with his entrails dragging the ground. And you still and now he begin to wobble. Still trying to fight. People still fighting this truth and the Holy Ghost has ripped him wide open. Still trying to fight with him ready to go down. One more verse. We'll pray with you. We'll work with you. If you want if you want prayer. <laughs> 